In the heart of Kalangala, where Lake Victoria dominates the landscape, life may seem intertwined solely with its waters. The resilient islanders have embraced farming as their way of life, cultivating tomatoes, bananas, pineapples, cabbages and more. Yet the story beneath the surface reveals a struggle that stems from the very waters that surround them, how to irrigate My name is Razia Athman and this is the New Vision Daily podcast around Uganda. Before Samuel Nkuba brings us the details of the Kalangala farmers' irrigation struggle, let us hear what else is happening around the country with a glimpse of the New Vision this Tuesday. Let's start off with John Rickskaiz's story. The Tororogulu railway line is expected to go a long way towards diverting cargo from road to rail and creating a cheap alternative mode of transport officials have observed. The 375-kilometer railway line runs through Mbale, Soroti and Lira to the Gulu Logistics Hub, bringing the total distance of the northern corridor so far to more than 700 kilometers. The Auditor General says if well implemented, the project is billed as an environmentally friendly undertaking and will raise the standard of living for people in the project area. Focusing on the rehabilitation of the Tororo-Gulu railway line, Muanga notes that the route will also provide a link between the port of Mombasa and northern and eastern Uganda as well as South Sudan and the Democratic Republic of Congo. And today, Charles Etukuri writes about the Uganda Wildlife Authority, which is yet again rocked in a gorilla permit scandal which has since seen government lose over 7 billion shillings, leading to the arrest of 14 staff. New Vision has learned that the 14 staff, who include accountants, who was information technology and booking clerks, were arrested last week and recorded statements at Kira Road Police Division after the scandal was busted. Luke Owe-Sijire, the Kampala Metropolitan Police Deputy Spokesperson, confirmed the arrests but referred New Vision to UA for more details. UA Spokesperson Bashir Hanji confirmed that some of their staff were suspended after an internal audit revealed discrepancies in the number of tourists that visited the parks and the amount of money collected. Pearl of Africa Hotel, the 23-story structure, which at one time redefined Kampala's skyline, has been put up for sale due to a debt owed to a South African company. In an advert in yesterday's New Vision, Aya Investment Uganda Limited, which is part of the Aya group of companies, has up to today to redeem its property or else it will be sold through an auction. And in northern Uganda, Ernest Tumwesiji writes, Almost one year and a half since President Yoweri Museveni directed the start of the construction of the specialized hospital for Gulu University, no action has been taken to date. In a July 12, 2023 letter addressed to Dr. Jen Ruth Achen, the Minister of Health, the President questioned why the project had delayed, 
and reminded how how he met a team from Vamed Engineering from Austria at the beginning of 2022 who said they were ready to begin work. The president said the team also presented to him a proposal to build and finance a 324-bed modern specialized hospital at Gulu University with cheaper financing support by the government of Germany at an interest rate below 1%. And that's it for our roundup. Let's now dive into the story by Samuel Nkuba from Kalangala Islands. Kalangala's beauty hides a pressing issue. The abundance of Lake Victoria's water may deceive you, but our farmers face a unique challenge of irrigation. Though Mustafa is near the lake, you might think that irrigating his garden of tomatoes is as easy as possible. However, this is not the case because of the distance between his farm and the lake, which you see in the background. Mustafa. Orindavira Mustafa tends to his withering tomato plants, carrying buckets of water from a distance. During the dry season, Fetching water from the lake becomes an insurmountable task. The lack of irrigation program cripples them, he says. His garden desperately needs pipes and sprinklers, but he can't afford them. At the moment, people have run away from growing tomatoes due to long distance to fetch water for irrigation from the lake and rivers. But if we could get hope, like for this garden of mine, needs pipes, sprinklers, which I cannot afford. Kalangala's Sunday soil demands consistent irrigation for crops to thrive and yield quality harvests. You see this soil now, it is wet because it has just rained. But during the dry season, this soil is like dust, implying that farmers need to irrigate their farms continuously and consistently in order to have improved and quality yields from their gardens. Without irrigation, yields remain poor. In the dry season, dairy watering is crucial. In dry season, crops need water on daily basis, and that's why we cover our gardens. This keeps the soil wet, thus reducing on distance and burden of carrying water continuously. At the Kalangala market, islanders purchase food products from distant districts. 95% of Kalangala's foods comes from the neighboring districts, a lifeline for the islanders. Kalangala's district production officer Jackson Baguma discusses microscale irrigation schemes. As one way of boosting agriculture in Kalangala district, the government has subsidized different micro-irrigation systems for farmers with a minimum of 2.5 acres of land. The systems include sprinklers, drip irrigation, and drag hose. At one point in Kalangala, we didn't have tap water. And whenever you would ask, you would say, Kalangala, but you are near the lake. Do you need tap water, that kind of thing? But for us who have been here, we know what it is. Kalangala, it can get dry like any other district. And water is very far, definitely. You can't go to the lake all the time and do whatever you want to do. But now this is an opportunity for Kalangala, where we have, can have crop production throughout the year.
Local leaders emphasize the impact of household incomes. They advise that engaging in small-scale farming can lift household incomes, offering an alternative to the fishing industry. In a Kalangala where water and land coexist in delicate harmony, the battle of bountiful harvest continues. With government support and the determination of farmers like Olinda Birao Mustafa, the future promises a flourishing Kalangala where fields yield as abundantly as the waters that surround them. Thank you so much, Samuel Nkuba, for that report. It brings us to the end of Around Uganda this Tuesday. And to you, our listeners, thank you for always joining us. Do feel free to share your feedback via our social media pages at New Vision Wire on X, Urban TV Uganda on X, or you can reach me directly at Raz Athman. And if you want more of our podcasts, you can always log on to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts. <music>